Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Well, blessings, everyone. Thank you so much for joining with me. I'm Dale. Uh, thank you for your patience. <laughs> we chased a little bit of rabbit here the last, uh, what, maybe 10 or 12 episodes. I'm not sure. We will be going back to uh, the thing in Revelation that we were looking at with the trumpets and the bows and the seals and all that. Uh, but uh, I just thought it was uh, needed for us to look at what the Scripture had to say about the Godhead. And in the midst of that, we're uh, really finishing up today the balance of the first chapter of Romans because we see some profound truths in here. So let's just go back and look at it. We've seen that God's response to man when he professed to be so wise and became fool and that he was foolish of heart and refused to honor God and refused to give God thanks, even though the Lord had given and has given to every human being an inward testimony that he exists, has given to all of us an external testimony through creation that he exists, even in the midst of that, God gave them over because they refused to believe. Verse 24, we saw that God gave them over to the lust of their hearts and impurity. And verse 25, we saw that they exchanged the true, true God for a lie. Okay, they refused to believe it. And then verse 26 of Romans 1, we see that because of that, God gave them over to degrading passions. And then he describes how uh, women exchanged the natural function of a woman for the unnatural and that men did the same thing, men desiring one another, doing indecent acts with one another. So verse 28 is where we'll pick it up. And just as they did not see fit to acknowledge God any longer. Remember earlier they knew God and yet they refused to obey. Okay, they knew God because of those testimonies I just shared. But now they're not even seeing fit to acknowledge God any longer. They've literally convinced themselves that there is no God. He says, so since they did not see fit to acknowledge God any longer, God gave them over. Okay, God gave them over. Uh, that's the third time that we've seen it. What does he give them over to this time? Well, he tells us. God gave them over to a depraved mind to do those things which are not proper. So he gave them over. And remember, in our last time together, we saw how they, things that were getting uh, worse and worse and worse, they thought things were getting better. But he says, no, he, he called them degrading passions, okay? That's what's happened here. They've reached the point that they have a depraved mind. To, and in the verse 28 says this, to do those things which are not proper. So now the Lord sort of delineates some of these things they were doing which were not proper. Verse 29 says this, being filled with, and let me sort of show you the outline of this one verse. So this is so cool. He's saying they're being filled with, and then he mentions some things. Then he says, full of, and then he mentions some things. And then he says this, they are. So you see how it works. They've been filled with something, then they get full of, and because of that, they become something. So here's what it is. Verse 29, being filled with all unrighteousness, wickedness, greed, and evil. That's what they're being filled with. Unrighteousness, wickedness, greed, and evil. 
They are full of envy, murder, strife, deceit, malice. And then out of that, Scripture says they are gossips, slanderers, haters of God, insolent, arrogant, boastful, inventors of evil, disobedient to parents, without understanding, untrustworthy, unloving, unmerciful. That's quite a list, isn't it? And we're not quite done. We've got one more verse, but I just want you to stop for a moment and just think about these things. <laughs> that because they had turned away from God and refused to believe in him, they've wound up at this point right now, that they're filled with unrighteousness, wickedness, greed, and evil. They're full of envy, murder, strife, deceit, malice. And that's sort of interesting because they're filled with this evil, okay? evil, greed, wickedness, unrighteousness. And it manifests itself how? Once they're filled with that unrighteousness, they're full of envy, murder, strife, deceit, malice. And notice how those are all sins against uh, another man, another individual. And then he defines what they are and how this actually uh, manifests itself overall. They're gossips, they're slanders, they're haters of God, insolent. Arrogant, boastful, inventors of evil. Okay, it means they're a liar and they create things. This right here is one that often shocks people. Disobedient to parents. You know, so often we just sort of write that off as, oh, that's just a little sin or this and that. Well, there's degrees of it, obviously based upon uh, age and maturity and things like that. But the Lord looks... Uh, does not look favorably at all upon disobedient to parents, regardless of our age. Now, uh, my mom is still alive. And if my mother asked me to do something and it was not within the word of God, well, I wouldn't do it. You can't just come over. My mom told me to do it, so I had to kill him. You know, no, 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 nothing like that. But it's walking in obedience to the parents. Now, my mom would never ask for anything like that because she also knows how she's supposed to walk. So what do they become? They become without understanding. Remember how they were described foolishly, as foolish before, thinking they were so wise? They're untrustworthy. They're unloving. They're unmerciful. There's a lot of uns right there in verse 31. Without understanding, untrustworthy, unloving, unmerciful. Then the last verse. Listen to this little zinger here. And although they know the ordinance of God. What ordinance of God, you know? Somebody says, were you talking about weaponry? No, no, it's, no, it's a different thing. They know the mind of the Lord because God had placed within them that there is a God. That's the reason that even uh, people who are totally unbelievers and who claim to be atheists and all that kind of stuff, that they will still sit there and say, well, that's not right. Well, based upon what? Okay, whatever it may be. Even though they know the ordinance of God, and here's what God's talking about in this particular situation, that those who practice such things are worthy of death. The Lord is saying the people that practice, and by practice he means this is your pattern and practice of behavior in your life. This is your standard of life. That those who practice such things are worthy of death. He's saying even though they know the ordinance of God, that those who do these things are worthy of death, they not only do the same, but also give hearty approval to those who practice them. The idea is this, not only do they know that it is wrong, but they continue doing it 
And then they get other people involved in doing it. Different translations give different nuances right there. But the idea is they're very excited when they can get other people involved in the same sin that they're involved in. All of this goes back because they reject the truth that the Lord gave, the external truth that he gave, that we can know the invisible things of God by the things that are seen. We can know the invisible things of God, the power of God and the Godhead of God by the creation that he has placed us within. They reject that. They reject the inward testimony that the Lord himself has created and placed within every human. Where does it leave them? It leaves them with this passage we just read, okay? A depraved mind, and they do all these evil sins, and their greatest joy is when they can get someone else doing the same sin with them. It's a sad state of affairs. And we look at it and say, well, you know, it sounds like the, all the stuff we see today. It is. But the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ, as 1 Corinthians 6 says, he says, such were some of you, but you were washed by the blood. Uh, take these things before the Lord. Go back before you retire for the day and read the first chapter of Romans and let the Lord speak to you. Again, I'm Dale. I'll see you again next time.